Ellis, Bush to Cleveland. Cleveland, Number three, Ohio State, reeling the block party on their feet. Trammell and Shin once more. Set point for Purdue. Bush goes outside. Shin the swing and the kill. Matty Chin, the Boilermakers have done it. Purdue upsets number three, Ohio State, inside Holloway Gym. Welcome back to the Dig City Podcast. Took a little, uh, took a little break last week. Coach had. Well, that, that midweek travel really threw us off, if we're being honest, but uh, it was travel that was well worth it. Go over to Champaign and get a hard-fought five-set victory over the Fighting Illini. I didn't realize we didn't even have a show, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> it's a little dialed in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, really uh, a good trip. Uh, we like our trip to Champaign. Uh, the Beef House has something to do with that. and We got uh, good steak on the way over there and stayed at the I Hotel, which is right on campus. And when you can get that hotel, it makes everything a little bit easier. Uh, well, one thing that was kind of nice about that, and we've done this both nights before we play, is Chris Thomas and I have had a chance just to sit down and talk um, for an hour and a half or so. And uh, this last time, a couple of my assistants also joined <laughs> us. But uh, something you don't do very often, no. or the night before battle. Uh, do you sit down? And I give Chris Thomas credit. He, he kind of initiated it um, when they were coming over here to play us. And then they beat us. I thought maybe, and he's got something, some kind of a plan there. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we, we returned the favor uh, over in Champaign. But uh, Chris Thomas, great guy, really good team. Um, team that's, I think, knocking on the door of the top 25. I think they were 26. Uh, this past week, and if they can get a, a couple wins this weekend, I don't mind sure who they play, but um, they'll, they'll get in before it's over. This isn't the Fighting Illini Volleyball podcast, but yeah. boy, have they faced a meet like you guys twice, Wisconsin twice in a, a, a eleven day span. Like that is that's insane. Yeah, he, there, he, there's no way there's 25 better teams than them in America. No, nah, he talked about you know that run, but. Everybody's going to play a similar amount of really good teams and a similar amount of teams that on maybe on paper you should have an easier time with. But in our league, nothing is easy. And, and, I, and I look at the, the trip to Iowa that came, you know, a couple of days later uh, after we were in Champaign. And those are the ones that coaches can really stress over. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you can, you know, you don't want to lose to anybody, but you can go to Wisconsin or Nebraska or Penn State and maybe drop one and recover from mm-hmm. that from a RPI standpoint or from the way the, the seating committee would look at you. But you can't drop one um, very, very easily to teams that are not uh, top 50, top 75 caliber teams if you're in our league and want to, you know, reach the goals that most of the top teams in our league have, have uh, established. We'll go to uh, specifically Wednesday night. One thing I thought was was a fun point that came up at your press availability this week. Uh, Tim Newton asked, you know, what was the what was the huddle like, you know, in the fourth set mm-hmm. at, at Champagne down two one. Um, and I loved your answer. You you said, you know, it wasn't rah rah. It was here's what we have to do. Here's what we're doing well. Here's what we need to do better. Like yeah. uh, just to stay focused on the minutiae that it takes to to be victorious in a situation like that. It's got to be, I, I don't know, how how hard is that? Well, you know, by the time you get into late in the fourth and into the fifth set, you've got a pretty good read on what's going on, as, as should your team. Right. 
And so then it's just a matter of then remind, okay, this is what they're trying to do. And these are some things that are still effective for them that we have to do a better job with. Mm -hmm. And these are some things that we're doing we need to continue to try to do and, and just get them focused because it's not about playing with more emotion, playing harder. We've been doing that, right. you know, for at that point in time, two hours and 15 minutes because there's about a two hour and 40 minute, you know, knockdown drag out affair. Uh, but I, yeah, I learned a long time ago, I mean, there are certain times when you've got to maybe, you know, fire them up. Uh, but usually going into the fifth set, it's they're already wired pretty high. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a matter of just calming them down and saying, okay, this is what needs to happen for us to be successful in this match. And, and you're not doing this and you need to do a better job on this. And, and they're hurting us with this shot. So we need to take that away somehow. And these are some ways we can do it. Played ten sets with the Fighting Line. I'd be fine. I'd be fine with not seeing them again this year. Well, we, uh, we could. So you know, you don't absolutely. want to necessarily have that mindset. You just have to uh, go with another thing. I talked about at the press conferences. You remember, you just focus on your next opponent, mm -hmm. and you don't you don't concern yourself with anybody else, because in our league, that that can create a lot of headaches um, and ulcers and everything else you might uh, come up with. So we're, we're looking at Ohio State, a team that we have. You know, played once this season, and we're fortunate to to win a squeaker over the Buckeyes. But they're, I think, ranked seventh in the country and uh, really talented. With a team that had a great season a year ago, and have continued this season with second-year head coach that's just done a great job. Jen is a tremendous coach, and was the right call by the Ohio State administration. And nothing but great things have happened since she took the helm uh, just over a couple of years ago. You've got them uh, over there, and then you come back for a uh, Sunday afternoon match against Penn State. It's that Ohio State-Penn State weekend. Typically, uh, it's it's a road-road weekend. To be able to split it up and have road home, is, is that uh, a benefit? Is that How much of a benefit is that for your club? Well, I, I would much rather uh, play somebody at home than on the road. Um, I just feel like there's a better chance of winning. I think that numbers indicate that. I'm not uh, in charge of doing all that, but I'm sure that the home team wins more often in volleyball than, than the road team. So playing at least one of those teams uh, at home, we've already gotten Ohio State at home, so it's only fair we go over to the Cavelli Center and, mm -hmm. and play them again. And then to get Russ Rose and his athletic and talented and extremely rich heritage program to come here, um, you know, that's, that's fair. And, you know, we'll have a quick turnaround to get ready for Penn State, play Friday night over at, um, in Columbus, and then I think 2 o'clock start here on Sunday. It's been sold out, but sometimes they release tickets, so I hope our fans will, will pay attention to hear if there's going to be any, any ducats released uh, okay. either Sunday morning or on Saturday. We're a little past the midpoint in the season schedule-wise, I think. Um, 13 and 2 overall, 5 and 1 in conference. What's what's going well right now? Maybe uh that that fans don't see or don't know about with with your club. Oh, I, I just think behavior, attitude, um, unselfishness. You know, when you when you carry a roster that we have of 21 people, it's it's difficult for everybody to be satisfied with Number one, how they're playing, mm -hmm. how much they're playing, what their role is, how they're being treated, you know, all kinds of things that, that can come up. And yet here we sit, and I, and I know people aren't necessarily thrilled 
I mean, if they're not playing, they're not going. They, they they should not be thrilled. They they want to play. They came here to play and contribute uh, the best they can. But we've found a way. Our players have found a way to create a culture where the team is first, and the goals that we have are bigger than what any individual might have. I want players to have individual goals. I want them to uh, identify some things that they want to accomplish as, as an individual. But those are secondary, and and they're contributors to what we're going to accomplish as a team. And, and I just I just love this team. I, you know, I've said it before. I, I love all the teams that I coach. Right. Uh, they, they become part of who you are and your the fabric of your life and the family that you you know that you have here on, on Purdue's campus. But this group is unique, and that uh, I, I just feel like I have wonderful relationships with every player, and and they've just committed to doing whatever they can. Uh, in an unselfish fashion for us to have success. Now, when you win, that makes those jobs a little bit easier, but I, I doubt that will change regardless if we come back, you know, we get two wins this weekend or not. I, I just think that they understand, and there's a trust value. I trust them, they trust us as coaches. And because of that, it, it all works. But you have to, it's a relationship business, and if you don't have good relationships, you can't expect 21 players to cooperate with the coaching staff um, through an entire season. But at this point in time, they've done a fabulous job and just showing great maturity and high character. I know that was uh, that was sort of the overriding theme last year, all year long, you know, as crazy as it was. And then and then throughout the spring schedule was how much this team loved each other, how much they, they really liked being around each other on and off the court. And, and to carry that forward for a second season really speaks to the character of the leadership on the team and, and just the quality of people. Well, it, it is about leadership. It is about the, the players that have been here and, and how they set the example for those that are coming up. And, I mean, obviously, if some of our veteran players are crying and whining all the time, yeah. then everyone else is going to fall into that um, um, situation as well. But I just think that the families deserve credit, too. Uh, when, you, when you look at college athletics or high school athletics, whatever level it is, when you have players that are, are, are causing problems on a team, and uh, that's usually a result of something that's, that may come from their environment at, at home or their, where they played before and things like that. And, and here we have these kids that have been raised, to, to, um, brought up that, you know, it's, this isn't all about you. We want, we want you to be successful, and we want you to have your opportunity. But, um, you know, nothing's easy. And if, if you don't come to the Big Ten Conference to compete in athletics, if you're looking for a sure thing, right? If you're looking for, uh, you know, automatic playing time, uh, an automatic wins, that doesn't happen in this league. And I think that you know you come to the Big Ten knowing you're going to be in for a fight, uh, a fight to play, uh, a fight to win. And so uh, I give credit to the the, the parents, uh, the siblings, uh, the friends of, of our players who are positively contributing to the success that this group has had. Yeah, they're with you a certain number of hours every week, um, but they've got outside influences and for everybody to be on the same page. I'm just very thankful yeah. for, for the, the players and everyone associated with them because it's, you know, I ran into our head track coach on the way out. We had a really good conversation and he was, you know, congratulating the team for, for playing well, but he said, uh, are you enjoying the job? And I said, <laughs> About five out of every seven days, you know, it's the two days that you're playing that, you know, you stress out a little bit. But I also shared with, I said, I, I couldn't have a better job. I couldn't be with a better team 
than what we're with right now. And so the, the reason I'm stressing out has nothing to do with the quality of our team. It has a lot to do with expectations and, and putting pressure on yourself that you really don't need to, to put on. Love that you, you talked to Coach Elliott about that. Uh, it's been written before, it's been written about before, it's been talked about a lot before, how you know intrinsically tied you are with Purdue Athletics at this point. You, you are out there promoting, loving, being a Boilermaker and, yeah. and a fan of everyone. Uh, there's been a lot of social media uh, the last couple of weeks about Purdue Volleyball, Purdue Soccer, sending gifts back and forth. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you've been involved mm-hmm. with much of that. Uh, I, I don't imagine you're terribly high up in that uh, decision chain, but just to, to have those two teams and, and everything going so well, uh, for everyone competing right now, it's, it's a great time to be on campus. Well, I think it, every time is a good time to be on this campus. I mean, yeah, you you, you want to win. Your teams want to win. You want to get NCAA tournaments. You want to have a success in those tournaments. You want to compete for Big Ten championships. But that's not why we're here, necessarily. You know, there's a lot of other reasons we're here. Get an education. Learn how to deal with adversity. Uh, be prepared to, to walk out of here with, with a great degree and, and understand that nothing is going to be easy in life and that you have to work towards it. And, and teams that just, players that just win all the time mm-hmm. may not be that well prepared to step out <laughs> in the real world because they haven't dealt with, you know, getting punched in the face. Um, and, but in the Big Ten, that happens, you know, frequently no matter who you are. And you look at our league, um, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for soccer. Yeah. It's a big year for them, and, and they've responded. Their players have responded very, very well. And, you know, obviously our men's golf team is off to a good start, and football team's sitting at 3-2 and two with everything still in front of them that they want to accomplish. And, and uh, you know, I haven't uh, checked on cross-country lately, but I know that those guys work their tails off harder than any, probably anybody else on, on in our sports department. But... Um, and I know now we're getting ready for, for basketball is right around the corner. So if you're not excited yet, you will be very, very soon when you watch those two teams. It's, it is a good time to be here, but um, you, intercollegiate athletics is here for the originally for the sole purpose of developing people right. to prepare them for life, not for all the things that it seems like it has become uh, now. Uh, and I like to think that there's still a lot of stock in, in what we're trying to do at Purdue. Coach, it's really well said. I love the, the overall value of collegiate athletics, what it's always stood for, and it's, it's awesome to, to not be, you know, to not lose sight of that overarching goal of what everyone's supposed to be here on campus trying to do. But, and I don't think we do that at Purdue. I really don't. And I know when I walk into our gym, uh, our staff, our support staff, our players, they get it. They understand, you know, what it's all about, and, and that's why I love the job as much as I do. Boilermakers at Ohio State Friday night. You can watch that one live on the Big Ten Network, then uh, right back here Sunday. There might be a few tickets released late. We can't guarantee it's been sold out for a couple weeks, but if you can't make it to Holloway Gym, uh, if you don't have your tickets yet, you can uh, watch that one on ESPN2 starting at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Thanks, Corey. And, I, I, you know, we, we still have some, a couple matches that are not sold out. And if, if you want to get into this venue that I think was ranked as the number one venue in the Big Ten uh, recently, um, grab those tickets. I know Michigan State is probably the next one up that uh, we have some, some spots still available. So grab those quick, and we'd love to see your support. No better environment uh, in college athletics for my money than Holloway Gym when it's rocking and roll. Can't wait to see you uh, back on the boards, Coach. Good luck this week. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate it.